You ready for seven questions? Yeah. All right. Question number one. This library up here. Yes. What book would you add to it? Oh, I would add a book by Levi Strauss. Okay, is it in English or is it in French? It, it was translated because he wrote it for the UNESCO. Okay. So it was translated in English. It's the most intelligent... Well, you, uh, he's is a very important anthropologist. He's the creator of modern anthropology. So basically, he's a, he's a real important person in culture. And he wrote... Uh, what is racism? It is a great masterpiece in 100 pages. It's an amazing book of intelligence and everything. And he's a Frenchman. Well, yeah, but he, well, he was uh, universal. He's the man who visited the Amazonia and created, uh, gave the first, he wrote, uh, there is another book by him, but more difficult to read, which is called Sad Tropics which is very important books in, in modern culture. But I would say What is Racism is an extraordinary book. And you, once you read that, uh, well, provided you were racist beforehand, you can't be any longer. <laughs> That's an excellent book. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from that book? Relativism of cultures and how... Uh, uh, the Western world has ended up thinking of himself as better than the other ones. But what's interesting in this book is that for the first time, he tells us, uh, we as Westerners, that there were other, other ways to go and there were other cultures that were s in equally flourishing at other time in in at other points in time so but it's a it's an extraordinary book i mean it's totally enlightening when you read it it should be it should be given to kids in schools maybe not kids but uh at least in college everywhere everybody oh, should read it no but it's difficult to it's difficult to well i mean it's not difficult to understand but the span of thought because he was a great humanist is difficult to understand i mean we should, we should assume read it read it i will read um, it we so should assume that uh, 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 people that have uh 14 to 18 years on this earth should be able to conceptualize yeah, yeah. The, the, thoughts of what this person said. it was written for it was not written for anthropologists it was written for normal normal people and uh, it's uh, extremely well written because he had a very perfect style and well he spent the well he was jewish of course levi strauss just as the genes huh? same name and uh is it related or no no, no. Oh, okay well, it was a same common, exact name though yeah, yeah. maybe a s a difference of an s the end and he he went to cuba during war and then in new york because he spent the war in new york he was the voice of french revolution resistance in new york uh one or two world war one world war, war two okay resistance was during world war two resistance to nazism uh, nazis okay so next question a uh, podcast to subscribe to now, you had said that you really don't listen to podcasts. No, I don't listen to podcasts, but I watch uh, YouTube series. Okay. 
And there are two I'm extremely keen on. Well, the first one is generic and very famous. It's Vox. Generally, well, they scratch the surface, but this this is a YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. But it's also a, a, a newspaper, uh, an online newspaper, and they uh, obviously they scratch the surface, but they scratch it very well, and they're very clever, just like the the New York Times op-ed, you know very intelligent and and they have extremely good mapping and they show things very well and intelligently this is the first one and the one i mentioned yesterday to you was is called city beautiful it's all about urban planning and especially in america and it's an extreme on netflix though right no it's on youtube too oh okay uh i i don't have tv so i only watch things on, on uh, youtube and I mean, this one is extremely, it's done by a young guy who's a, who's a young scholar, I guess. Maybe I don't know him, but he's extremely nice and, and has good ideas about how things can be improved, notably with transportation and, um, well, the urban life. He has done something very interesting about scooters, for example, recently. You have to choose one. Among the two, this one, City Beautiful. Okay. Because Vox is mainstream, I would say. All right. Uh, number three, something that you didn't know that you needed until you got it. Um, I would say... Uh, <laughs> I will be very paradoxical. Uh, I didn't know I needed uh, emptiness. The fact that I don't need anything. <laughs> what I need is not uh, is not about things to own. It's about uh, uh, it's about uh, learning. It's about but my feeling. It's a very American question. I would say it's too materialistic for me. Uh, that's funny because half the answers that I get are intangible. Yes, I mean it's so it's not an American question. Well, it's uh, it's not about possessing and owning things. One of the best answers that I give as an, an example to people to show that it it can be an intangible answer is uh, I had a guest that said fatherhood. What he yeah. said was I was living for myself most of the time, uh -huh. and then I had a child, and I became a father, and I realized I this life was not just about me it was about someone else and that changed my whole outlook on life and i'm happy for that okay i get it i would say uh being able to get rid of most things that's what i would say so would you say that's minimalist no i would say it's austere so for those that are unfamiliar with austerity, please explain. Well, it's the, the, the idea that um, uh, what's important is not in, uh, well, I think I, I, I may sound very religious when saying that, and I'm an atheist, so I'm not. But the important thing is not about... Uh, is not about owning things or earning money or having the bigger car or whatever. It's about 
trying to be good and do good around you and be a good citizen, a good father, a good well, and and an intelligent person that tries to understand what's going on around him or her. Well, I would say that. Awesome. Question number four: uh, bucket list place to travel. This is a place in the world that you have been that you would recommend that the listeners add to their bucket list of places to travel in the world. In the world. Lisbon. And how many do you want? Just one. Okay. Well, my heart would balance between two cities. Of course, uh, well, there is Paris, where I was born, which I absolutely adore. Uh, which you talked about for more than that. Yes. So, obviously, well, but for myself, I don't need to send myself to, to Paris. Well, no, 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 it's for the listeners. Though. Well, uh, a city to discover in Europe because Europe needs to be discovered. It has to be Europe. No, no, I know, but, well, I've been elsewhere too, but on top of my head, there are two different cities in Europe I would, re- and I would recommend, generally speaking, is a city in Switzerland, which is called Basel, hence the name of Basel you, you have now in Miami. Do we- your research on our Basel. Yes, and, and a, a beautiful city uh, that is at, uh, trif- it's at the, the very crossing of three European countries, Switzerland, Germany, and France. So a lot of history behind it. And it's a very elaborate and cultural city and very, very interesting place. An amazing collection of art. Two, at least three collections of art. And the second one would be Lisbon, which I really love as a city. You have to choose one. Let's say Basel then, because it's less usual than Lisbon. Number five, 50-mile detour restaurant. This is a restaurant that you, if traveling the world, you have to be within 50 miles of this restaurant. It would make sense for you to detour off your intended path of travel up to 50 miles to go to this restaurant. Uh, well, obviously, it would be a French restaurant. (laughs) Um... I've been to so many. Um, I would say, yes, a restaurant in Versailles, which is called Les Trois Marches, which means the three steps. And it's within the park of Versailles. And it's a wonderful place to to have lunch because, well, when it's uh, warm enough, you can have lunch outside. And it's a three-star Michelin restaurant and it's absolutely splendid. (laughs) <laughs> I'm also so recognized for I'm, you I'm so glad for you and your father I, I'm so glad that you brought up three star uh, so um, the friend that uh, he read the um, questions yes. from the text message um, she was the first person to recognize the um, quote unquote based on a true story of the origin of uh the this question with respect to 50 mile detour restaurant so correct me if i'm wrong but for a michelin three-star restaurant um it is worth your money to book a round trip ticket from wherever you are in the world i don't know including accommodations as well as the cost of the meal and a tip and everything to go to this restaurant eat stay the night and then leave well, I don't know for the full detail, but what I can tell you is that, I, well, when I was living in Paris with my previous wife, we've been to all of them. 
In Paris. Every single three-star restaurant. Mm. Wow. In Paris. Well, it was our feast. We were not especially rich. But, you know, when you go there, if you go in the evening, it's expensive. But if you go for lunch, it's okay. I mean... Yeah, it's like it's eating at the bar. No, 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 no. Real, real food. I mean, it's... No, but I'm, I'm saying in the sense of um, uh, going there during an off time or yes. an off uh, Not really off, but I mean at lunch. Yeah. And it's, let's say, it's $100 per person, which is expensive, I understand that. But it's worse, it's immensely worse. It's just like going to a museum, it's art. It's, it's not food, it's value. art. It's art, I mean, just as uh, painting or sculpture or music, it's art. And, and really, sometimes, I, I still remember, and it was 25 years ago, I still remember some places as I remember the taste. It's wow. <laughs> it's so unusual. It's, a, it's an experience. It's not something you do in your normal life. It's really going out of your track. So, uh, and over it's worth what, it. Over, <laughs> over what period Excellent. of time did you and your wife do the three star Michelin tour in France? Oh, we did that for 20 years, I guess. It's beautiful. 15 years. And it was our our special treat. I mean, How we many? could not do that every week. We did that, let's say, four times a year or something. So, or uh, 15 years, four times a year. That's six, so you're saying there's 63 no, star Michelin restaurants. Three, three star Michelin restaurants. Okay. No, we did that for 10 years, maybe because we became richer. And <laughs> so well, it's 40. We settled in life. And, so there's 43 star yes, Michelin restaurants in, in France. Well, what you have to know also is that there are newcomers and there are, there are restaurants that you want to discover before they become free stars. Ah, and there is one which key. we discovered thanks to a friend, which was in a, in a terrible neighborhood of Paris, which eventually became a three-star restaurant in one of the best hotels in Paris. So when you went there, was it even ranked? No, 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 no. It was not ranked. It, uh, well, maybe one star, you know. One star. So, so uh, how did you find out about it? A friend of us told us. Yeah. Is that person a, a food critic? He was critic? living in the neighborhood, that's all. Oh. It was the neighborhood the restaurant, you know. I like <laughs> it. I like it. And uh, it was, and the guy became one of the great chefs in Paris. Yeah. All right. Did you get to shake his hand? Or her, yes, her of hand? course. Yeah. 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 At the end of the meal, just like in Ratatouille, you remember Ratatouille? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes to the tables and yes. asks you if it was. And you literally, and one other time, one of the most famous, you know, this was a place, although it's three-star restaurant, where you could go without notice. Well, you reserved, but you reserved one week before. Mm -hmm. But there are places in Paris where you can't have a reservation for three or four months. So we went to that kind of place, and it was even at a higher level. This is the one I remember as something so unusual so perfect and so weird because for example i remember a a pastry with curry which is really weird because we eat curry in in savory meals normally and and it was well i still remember it as something absolutely splendid Mm. saffron and curry yeah and it was some sort of flan it was it was uh sweet but it was wow (laughs) and it was absolutely out of uh, the normal cooking it was maybe from asia 
he invented it. This is like the sixth or seventh course. It was the end, yeah. It was yeah. The, the and wow, I mean, it sent you off. Again, it it's yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, something you, you 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 don't you don't eat normally at your mother's or at your in a normal restaurant, even mm. if it's a good restaurant all day. Um, so next question. <laughs> but this right. one I've You're been very long on this one. Okay, no, 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 but it's beautiful. Like it, with every single person that's come on and answer these questions, there's always one that hits a tuning fork that we end up speaking about longer. Yeah. And those are well, the ones that are, that, are, that, are, that are the good ones where it's like you're really getting into the intelligence behind why that meant so much to them. In one word, I would say it's because it's art. I mean, it's not cooking. It's creativity. It's creation. It's creation. Let's not talk about art because it's mainly more artisanal than art. But it's... It's, it is art, though. It's a creation. It's total. I mean, your your tasting buds have never heard of anything like that, and it's well, um, it's something really out of out of the world that I would say. Great. Next question. Number one skill. This is your number one honed talent over your years on this Earth school. Oh, wow. Uh, is it a professional talent? Whatever you worked at the most? Um, I would say enjoying visuals uh, and, and understanding what was the, the purpose of, uh, of a visual artist. I would say that. And uh, I would also say enjoying music. Because mm. it's something I enjoy high, very highly. Okay. Although I don't play an instrument, which is very sad. What was the last song you listened to on your phone? I never listen to songs on my phone, and I generally listen to classical music. So That's great. So, <laughs> no so you listen. Well, so, how do you listen to classical music? Uh, because I work from home, and I have my my hi-fi. Well, I listen to music. So, when you're traveling, you don't listen to music nope. on your phone. Okay. No, I don't like. Well, I don't especially like it. I read mostly, and I l enjoy the the countryside because, well, I'm a tourist here. I remember. Do you find yourself reading more in English or French? Oh, totally in English now. Wow. Oh yeah. We got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, I read in French too. But I come back. I, I did not come with a library here. You know, the thing is that when you travel, as I've traveled, because remember, before I was living in Africa, so I had very scant Where in Africa? In Mauritius and Madagascar. Yes, three in a row. Y'all need to go to Africa, but continue. Yeah, and and well, you have to go to Madagascar, which is the most beautiful country in the world. Really? Except it's, oh, wow. <laughs> and the people are absolutely amazing there. It's, an, it's a superb country, but it's... It's very dangerous to get there now for security reasons and also for health reasons. So maybe you should try not to these days, but it's very unfortunate. When you say health reasons, you mean like you have to take a lot of shots? No, 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 no. No, at that time, well, I was, I, I didn't need that. I was, uh, no, no. Well, I had the usual shots, but now it, it got worse because you have the plague. The real plague in the plague from the Middle Ages in Madagascar. Wait, 
I thought that we eradicated that. No, no, no. We eradicated the shingles, but all the the, the no, other. No, no, no. But like no, the are... plague. No, like, no, So no, how, no, no. how 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 did this come back? Because of poverty, Madagascar is the most is the poorest country in the world. Wait, I'm sorry. So what you're saying is it wasn't a matter of the plague from before that somehow found its yes, way it back, was an or are you saying that it was whatever brought the plague to be originally? Those things happened independent of from before again to create the same plague no it was endemic in the population because the population has been living in in very poor conditions of of poverty and and hygiene among well ruled by a very corrupt government can we find a connection from the prior plague to this plague I don't know. I'm not an epidemiologist, but uh, I well, it's the same disease, the same microbe of virus. I don't know if it's a microbe, of, but just to name a few, you have the plague, the real one, mm-hmm. and it's the only place in the world where you have the plague, and then you have the cholera, the TB, <laughs> and uh, and well, I mean, it's it's a martyrdom for these people. Only because of the the people who rule the country, who are horrible people, yeah. And 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 also slavery still exists in Madagascar, although not named like that. Mm-hmm. But there is endemic slavery in the in the country. Yeah. Among among uh, natives, huh? not with uh, white people. Assuming the world that we know right now, um, a hundred years from now, we're able to look back and look at it through the same lens of understanding of this world. I'm sure they would say a whole lot more places in the world actually um, had slavery that was closer to the slavery that we talk about now yeah. than... But here it's... an The thing is that... Well, I can talk about Madagascar for hours, but the thing is that there are two different populations. Mm-hmm. One population that came from Indonesia in the 11th century. Okay. Uh, hence, because they took boats and they were brought from uh, Indonesia. That's why when the, the plane, the MS-371, you know the plane that totally disappeared. Nobody knows Correct. where it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, it disappeared somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is they found pieces of the plane, parts of the plane. Uh, it, they washed up in Madagascar. So exactly the same trip as the people from Indonesia, because it was an Indonesian plane, it came all the way from the other part of the, 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 the Indian Ocean and zoom, they, they just let the boat go. They didn't even have, uh, well, they have had sails probably, but they didn't have to, 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 to direct the boat. Were these people that were taking uh, people across the Indian Ocean against their will. No, 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 no. They, these oh, were they not were the fleeing slave. something. No, no, no. These were not the, the the These were the who eventually became the rulers of the country, and they enslaved the African the, the, the people, the of, natives okay, who were okay. of African origin. Gotcha. And you have two kinds of population in Madagascar: very short people with uh, copper skin. Which are the, and speaking a very special language, which has nothing to do with African language, kind of like the Aborigines. 
Yeah, well, but no, 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 no. Really Asian people, I would say. And and they have a very special, very special features. You immediately recognize them. And then you have taller, stronger black people who live on the, on the, the outskirts of the country and who are enslaved by the other ones. So it's it's the, the, the and and the other ones constitute a real caste of rich Protestant people, while the other ones are, are Catholic. A, a real mess of a, of a country. Yeah, I go but on well. for days, but we'll save this part two of our podcast yeah. when I come to New York. So last question, number one, talent. This is your innate proficiency. You didn't have to work at this. You just had it. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Uh, curiosity. Okay. I would say that. Uh, desire to understand and to be curious about the world we live in. And hence to take action and positions in the world. Is it Stephen or Stefan? The thing is that, I'll tell you about an anecdote. <laughs> Stefan is P-H-A-N-E. Yes. So... Most of the people in America, when they read my name, they understand Stephanie. Stephanie? Yeah. Because they don't see the I as a small and thin letter. Wow. And they put an I. Well, nobody's called Stefan in, in, in America. So the that, only. That's not true. No, but the I've, I've, I've met some Stefans. No, but that. the thing was no E at the end. P H A N. No P H A N E. And the so E is A -N, killing me. Yes. Yeah, and okay, the okay, E okay, is okay, killing okay. me. For example, once I went to my, I always tell this story. I went to my bank and I was withdrawing money from my account. And well, uh, the lady asks me, but is the lady on the account okay with you withdrawing money? <laughs> because she had read Stephanie and I, it took me some time to understand what, what she was implying. And eventually, well, I understood. So then I decided for Stephen, because everybody understands Stephen, uh, although it's with PH, I should have chosen V instead. Uh, and so I'm called Stephen here. Uh, no. On on my on my um, ID card, it's called Stefan because it's my real name, and and on my uh, credit card, it's Stefan. But elsewhere, and on your Airbnb, uh, it says Steve. Yes, because on my yeah, but because on my on my business cards, it says Stephen. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's the thing. Okay. But well, it's not a big deal. I mean, uh, but now nobody calls me Stephanie. <laughs> I can show you my my uh, the card from healthcare. They called me Stephanie. They changed my name into Stephanie. No, that's just New Yorkers. That's just New Yorkers no, busting no, no, your no. balls. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not New York. <laughs> I don't care, really. I don't care. And the thing is that they, they uh, well, when I, I got my green card, they also compelled me to choose a middle name, which doesn't exist in Europe. So I have, by chance, I have a second first name. You know, when you... when you Did you use your mother's middle uh, maiden name? No, 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 not at all. I had my, my, my name is Stefan Jacques, which stands for James. And that's uh, J-A-Q-U, or is there a C? J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. Yeah. Which I never use because other people, the other people, the, the people call me Jakey's. <laughs> In America. Yeah. 
J well, you read it? You read Jakey's in America? No. Well, no, they those, all those do were, that. Those were just some uninformed. They were busting your balls. They know no, about no, Jacques. No, no, no. They, no. Uh, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S in America. I'm sorry. Coming from a metropolitan city where there are a number of people. But during during the workday, if, if you have more than a million people that come into a city during a workday and they see J-A-C-Q-U-E-S and they say, Jakey's. They're busting your balls. They're busting your balls. No, maybe it's, well. That's what they're doing. Well, the thing is that, so I, I'm now, I use the J, so it's Stephen J. Sinclair, but this is ridiculous because the J stands for something I've never been called. As we, you know, we don't have middle names in France. You know your, what you should France. do? You, just to fuck with Americans, you should get rid of the whole Stephen, just be J. Sinclair. You'll be a fucking... No, but the problem is that I'm I'm here. Uh, well, under v well, I have a green card, and I can't play with this kind of things because you know they don't play at the, the oh 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 the um, so USCIS from, from, from a regulatory standpoint. Yeah, yeah, fine. I'm saying in the sense of being a museum curator, just be Jay Sinclair. No, because I like Stephen. It's my real name. Yeah, I mean uh, Stephen is my well, Stefan, which Stephane. is the same. Stefan. Yes, but and you do you, use you know, PH or do you use an F? No, P H A N E. Oh, in Stephen? I'm saying before, you, before you came to America, how did you spell your first P-H-A-N-E. Okay. It's the P-H-A-N-E. way okay. it's spelled in French. I mean, in Italy, it's something else. So they don't use Fs? In, in, in France. In France, everybody's called Stéphane S. But no Fs. No. P-H. Rare. F would be very ethnic from East ah! Europe. No, from East Europe. Yeah. Yeah, Stéphane. Okay. And and you forgot to say there is also an accent on the E. So it's S-T-E accented with an acute accent, P-H-A-N-E, which, I don't, which then in English is totally understandable. I mean... So, and also, there is a, a very famous character on SNL, which is called Stefan, yep. which is and amazing. Bill Hader, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, which I absolutely adore. And well, so Stefan was kind of too close to Stefan. So Stephen is simple. Let's make it Stephen. Uh, uh, I have a last question before we close this yeah. up. Um, how do I'm, you type with the accent? In America, we don't have oh, accents over uh, letters. There is a wonderful thing on every keyboard, which is called the international with dead keys. So, uh, international keyboard. So, I use a QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. As you know, we have a different setting in France. It's A-Z-E-R-T-Y instead of Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Yeah. Whoa, my mind is yeah, blown well, right now. But now I got used to type using the QWERTY one, which is the international one. And there is this setting which is amazing because you just type the letter, the, the some kind of apostrophe, the, the, the apostrophe, and then you type the E and it... While holding down the apostrophe. No, 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 not holding down. It's just a dead key. You so just you press the apostrophe and it shows e, up on the thing and then it No, e. it doesn't show up. And then so you have to hold it. No, you type the apostrophe and it's dormant. Mm-hmm. And then you type the E or the A or the, the O or the U. Oh, and so it then, automatically knows that yes. any apostrophe. Mm. So how, what if I just want a regular apostrophe without any You have extra? to type a space afterwards. Ah, so I got to press twice. <laughs> yeah. I got to press twice with the same word if I want to get to like 
Um, oh, well, some words in French are horrible to spell in English. But well. Oh, this might be Centre Georges Pompidou. Uh, I'm not sure. It says... No, it's not. The the Geo Information Group, Inter-Atlas, Paris. Yes, Paris. So it's it's Centre Georges Pompidou. Oh, okay. Probably. Absolutely. I don't I have my glasses, stuff. but it looks No, no, like no, but it's got all the circles and everything. But you know what? That's a great place to end it. So, um, I normally say this at the beginning, but I'll say it at the end, especially if you rode with us all the way to the end of this. Coming to you live from Union in Washington, D.C. You ready for the rundown? Okay, here it is. We are steps from the Nomagayadet Metro. Nice brisk walk to Union Station and a nice leisurely jog to Capitol and Capitol Hill where apparently all the decisions are made. But you know what? The blue wave did happen, at least on one side. I'm not saying this from a uh, political standpoint, but I'm saying that uh, um, we we don't have a unified uh, uh, Congress right now. Um, Whether you think that's good or bad, it's up to you. Anyways, on behalf of Stefan, I am the Innkeeper Freddy. Thank you so much for joining us. And you know what? Hopefully, we'll get a part two in New York. We'll get a part two in New York? Yes, we will. Okay. On behalf of Stefan, I'm Innkeeper Freddy. We'd love to have you every single week. Come see us again. I will. Thank you. Thank you for being so welcoming and nice and... Thank Always. you for the and the great the coffee table books, right? Yes, great coffee table book. Yes. Oh yeah, and also I wanted to mention if you heard pops and crackles, that's because this is the first podcast that we did from downstairs, right by the fireplace. Oh, it gives some uh, some zinc to it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you to you, Freddie. Thank you. We shall see you next time.